tell dad. But you hit me first. I'm telling on you. Have you heard this before? This was being yelled loudly from the basement, and it was clear that a fight had broken out between our two oldest, Annie and Josh. Both had likely hit the other and were now fighting for the right to tell me first what had happened. Both appeared from the basement passionately. Guys, stop fighting. I tried to be calm this time. I don't always succeed in that. I don't care who hit who first. Were you guys fighting? Annie spoke up with a sigh. Yes, Dad. She looked worried and nervous. She always melts a little when she knows that she's messed up. Do you need a hug, I asked. And she fell into my arms, wiping her eyes, trying not to cry. Josh stood back, though, choosing to answer differently. No, Annie hit me first. So I pushed her, but... Etc., etc. They had been fighting, and they knew that they were both in the wrong. But one fell into my arms, sheepish and embarrassed, but looking for grace. The other stood back, holding his ground, not unloved or unforgiven, but rather unheld. He stood alone. In the middle of Jesus' garden prayer, he stood up and told his friends, Arise. Let us go. Here comes my betrayer. He had just gone through the agony of the garden. He had stood through the temptation of doubt and worry. But now another adversary was arriving. Judas and the Roman guards. Judas had been one of Jesus' closest friends in life. He knew Jesus so well that he could walk right to the garden where they had gathered often. Greetings, Rabbi. Judas, as close as a brother, greets Jesus with a kiss. Friend, do what you came for, Jesus replied. Judas had just betrayed Jesus for a sum of money. He was now part of the violence which was being hurled against Jesus. Now in a few days, Judas would find out that Jesus was going to be killed by the people whom he had been given over to. And at that time, Judas crumbled under the guilt. He became isolated from his friends and his rabbi, and at the climax of his guilt, Judas went alone into a field and took his own life. I often wonder what emotions he was feeling then. Sadness? Guilt? Anger? Embarrassment? Confusion? We don't know, because Judas never tells. That same night, another of Jesus' closest friends, Peter, also failed. And although Peter's failure was different than Judas, he was full of the same kind of remorse, shame, and frustration, and guilt. Peter had stood in the temple courtyard watching as violence unfolded against Jesus, who was now chained and being beaten by guards. Suddenly, Peter was being questioned about his connection with Jesus. You were with Jesus of Galilee, weren't you? You looked just like one of his followers. Peter denied knowing Jesus. Now, could he have helped protect Jesus by testifying? Or if not, should he have at least stood next to Jesus even unto his death? We don't really know. But what we do know is that 
Peter's questioners continued until he had denied knowing Jesus three times. Bound in chains and now deserted by his closest followers, Jesus looked straight at Peter from across the courtyard. His gentle look broke Peter's heart, and Peter could do nothing but flee the scene, weeping bitterly. Yet Peter's story doesn't end like Judas, dead in a lonely field. Instead, after the cross and the grave had been defeated, Peter found his way back to the loving and gracious arms of Jesus. Still very ashamed and broken by his failure, Peter discovered that grace can emerge even out of the most violent failures. Judas had turned from grace into despair and death. But Peter received grace, and as a result was held by Jesus, sharing in his life. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you were betrayed, and you continue to be denied by so many. Help me to stand with you, even in the greatest struggles. But when I do fail, I trust that you are welcoming me with grace. I don't need to be alone in my guilt and shame. Please come and help. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, you are betrayed and you continue to be denied by so many. Help me to stand with you even in the greatest struggles. But when I do fail, I trust that you are welcoming me back with grace. I don't need to be alone in my guilt and shame. Please help me to come to you simply and humbly like a child. Even in my weakness, help me to see that you are strong. Amen.